Hello, this is Paul Coulter from Living Leadership, and I'm bringing you the fifth and final episode in this series, Staying Centred in Strange Times. And as I close the series, I want to encourage you again in the gospel. We want to continue to do that over coming weeks with our regular uh, blog and podcast output, but also with occasional video messages um, just to, to remind you of scripture and of our prayers for you. But above all, we need to centre ourselves afresh on Christ and our confidence in him. So to help us, we can learn from two parts of scripture. Isaiah faced times that I think we could say are no less calamitous or were no less calamitous than ours. As the people of Judah watched the seemingly unstoppable advance of the Assyrians, including the toppling of the northern kingdom, in the midst of this turmoil, he reflected on what the Lord had said to him. Let me read to you Isaiah chapter 8 verses 12 to 15. The Lord spoke thus to me with his strong hand upon me and warned me not to walk in the way of this people, saying, Do not call conspiracy all this people calls conspiracy. And do not fear what they fear, nor be in dread. But the Lord of hosts, him you shall honour as holy. Let him be your fear, and let him be your dread, and he will become a sanctuary and a stone of offence and a rock of stumbling to both houses of Israel, a trap and a snare to the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and many shall stumble on it. They shall fall and be broken. They shall be snared and taken. Now, quite beautifully, I think the Apostle Peter adopted and adapted those words when he wrote to Christian exiles in modern day Turkey who were experiencing the seemingly insurmountable power of a pagan empire and of hostile neighbours. So these are the words of Peter in 1 Peter chapter 3 verses 13 to 17. Now who is there to harm you if you are zealous for what is good? But even if you should suffer for righteousness sake you will be blessed. Have no fear of them, nor be troubled, but in your hearts honour Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defence to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect, having a good conscience, so that when you are slandered, those who revile your good behaviour in Christ may be put to shame. For it is better to suffer for doing good, if that should be God's will, than for doing evil. Now notice how Paul brings the words of Isaiah about the Lord of hosts, that, that actually the Lord of hosts spoke about himself in Isaiah 8. He brings those words to focus in the person of Christ. So it's a really high statement about the deity of Jesus and about our confidence in him. The language of God-fearing, of course, has fallen out of our vocabulary, presumably because we don't want to give the impression that we should be afraid or scared of God. But the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. When we fear him, we need fear nothing else. This fearlessness fuels our boldness in sharing the gospel to all who want to know him, because we discover that the only one who we need to fear above all else to give that reverence to becomes our sanctuary. So in these days, let's recapture the joy and the peace that come from being God-fearing people. 
The threat facing us is certainly different than that faced by Israel in Isaiah's context. An invasion from Mesopotamia is hardly our concern or that that confronted Peter's first readers. Whatever challenges we face in these post-Christian days, we're unlikely to be physically persecuted. But Christ is Lord and heaven's armies, the, the host of angels under the Lord's command, are undiminished in the face of coronavirus. There is a sanctuary in every storm, the secure harbour that is in Christ and a reason to be given for our hope in every crisis. We must be gospel people in uncertain times. So as I close this little series, I'm praying for you that the following words inspired by Isaiah 8 and 1 Peter 3 uh, will be true for you. These, this is my prayer. If you find them helpful, why not pray them for others and make them your own prayer through this crisis? We'll be posting them on social media as well in a format that is easy for you to share. Let me pray for you. Father God, you have spoken to us with your strong hand upon us, warning us not to follow the fearlessness of our society in this moment. We need not fear coronavirus or its consequences because you are our sanctuary in the storm. We do not deny the suffering many are experiencing or our own anxiety in this moment, but we seek to honour you as the Holy One to remember that Christ is our Lord. May we fear you alone in holy reverence and in so doing find freedom from all other fears. May our words and our actions in this time be consistent with these great truths. Help us to have confidence to speak hope and to give a reason for it to all who will listen. May many come to know Christ as Lord and to have eternal life through him. Enable us to show help to others as a non-anxious presence and through appropriate provision. Help us to be wise in how we do this so that we do good and not anything harmful. We pray for those in government to act wisely and to lead us well. Help us as responsible citizens to make their work on our behalf easy. And we pray for your grace to lead well in our own areas of responsibility and to care well for our families and those who look to us as their shepherds. We pray for those who are personally affected by the disease. Preserve life and bring healing to them, we ask, and comfort those who are mourning the loss of loved ones. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'll be continuing to pray those words for you over the coming weeks and perhaps months. And as I've said before, please remember, Living Leadership is here for you. If you're a church leader, send us a message and we will pray for you. We are praying for you, but we'll pray very specifically. And if you want to talk to somebody, please send us a message and we'll do our very best. Either me or Marcus Honeyset or one of our wonderful associates who, who work with us, who are experienced and seasoned pastors of pastors. Please remember you're not alone. We're here for you and with you for Christ's sake. In his name, I pray your blessing. Amen. <laughs>